Hope you're ready to roll. We are The Ben Starts Now. Welcome to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in today. A huge thank you to those who brought you today's show, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Hey, guys and gals, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Wolf Auctioneers. Mickey's Mustard. Are you feeling hot and sassy? Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Ranch House Coffee. Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. RFD TV and the Cowboy Channel. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. RFD TV now. Get a hold of me anytime at 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today is my producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Glad to be here. So what are we talking about today? Exciting stuff as always. Got a couple spotlights on a great fan and a very neat organization. Everyone stay tuned. You're going to want to hear about this. Also, a pro angler is joining us today for our interview. Cool. Lastly, rounding out the bend, we will be talking about some ideas of things to do with the family now that the weather is warming up. That sound means it is time for our spotlight segment. And our first spotlight is on a fan of the show, Ben Klusman from South Dakota. He is a former infantryman with the U.S. Army who continues to Respect. keep faith, family, and country above all. Thank you for your service, Ben, and for listening to the show. Now, the other thing about Ben is he has started a YouTube channel Sodak Horizon Outdoors, and it follows him along with his hunts as well as some of his other friends. You guys need to check it out. Follow him on YouTube or on Instagram at Sodak Horizon Outdoors. Now, Ben Klusman, he also put us onto this next spotlight and it has me very excited. It is a great nonprofit organization that he is field staff for. The second spotlight we're putting it on is Over the Edge Outdoors. They are a veteran guide service dedicated to taking veterans and active duty soldiers on hog, duck, dove, and deer hunts for free. Respect again. The goal at Over the Edge Outdoors is to provide veterans and active members new and meaningful connections with other like-minded people. Using the power of nature and the great outdoors, they forge genuine and meaningful friendships between soldiers and veterans. Again, Amazing people doing amazing things. To learn more information about Over the Edge Outdoors or to donate, head to overtheedgeoutdoors.org. Again, that's overtheedgeoutdoors.org. Or you can follow them on Facebook at Over the Edge Outdoors. I have an idea. What's that? To, uh, I know you probably have them on your list to contact, I would assume, to I bring do. them on. I do. Yes, uh, I want to learn show. more about this organization. Very, could we send them maybe. Uh, courtesy of, could we send them maybe some Mickey's mustard and some Ranch House coffee? Wouldn't that be, that I mean, maybe the great... mustard and the coffee doesn't go together, but, you know, separately. They can still enjoy it out on their hunts. Right. I am totally with you. We That's will see idea. about getting a package to these guys. Awesome. And seriously, I say this week after week, I have the best listeners and followers on Facebook and Instagram. You guys are awesome. Love hearing from you. Keep sending us the good stuff. 
See what listening, liking, and following could get you a shout out or maybe even as a guest on this show. I have another idea. What's that? I would like us to get a sponsor of beef jerky bobby t <gasps> i haven't had you're wait you're yet. good friends with bobby t good friends with so Mr. i'm gonna Tom. throw this back right at you I get on this i'm saying that because i'm in the mood for beef jerky just wait till i'm in the mood for a new truck sit back and enjoy the news turning to the news warmer temperatures in arizona brings out the snakes and the gila monsters oh your favorite topic oh gosh heading south to arizona <laughs> phoenix where cbs5 reports arizona typically has the best weather this time of year and just like how we love to utilize our hiking trails now so do the snakes and lizards oh you're really enjoying <laughs> this one aren't you they report and remind us all that some of the snakes and lizards are dangerous Rattlesnakes and Gila monsters are both venomous. They stop that. They've been asleep for the winter, but as the temperatures go up, they have started emerging hungry, thirsty, and looking for a mate. CBS Five experts, you are having way too much fun with this. CBS Five experts say if you're going on a hike, stay on the trail. Also, don't hike with headphones or earbuds, stating you can't hear a rattlesnake warn you that you are too close if listening to music. And that is essential to be aware of your surroundings. But it's okay to listen to this radio show, though. Well, of course. That's accepted. They go on to remind you that if you have a close encounter with a rattlesnake or a gila monster, sorry, God, that gets to be a lot of words, stay calm and just take a step back. In theory, <laughs> if you leave them alone, they will leave you alone. So, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to let you finish reading that story, but if if you encounter a rattlesnake, I'm going to, a garter snake, much less a rattlesnake, stay calm. You I can't even defend I can't even defend mind. myself you about would lose this. Your I would probably mind. be yelling this this trail is for sale even though I can't sell it. You would scare the rattlesnake away. Okay, continue, continue. Gosh. Phoenix Herpetological Society member Daniel Marchand explained snake bites can easily start at over $200,000 to get treatment if you've been bitten by a rattlesnake and if you've been envenomated, it is a painful, uncomfortable, and an experience that you never want to have to go through. If you do get bitten, experts say you should not put a tourniquet on to reduce the flow of blood. Blood will help against the venom. Immediately call 911 and give dispatchers as much information as you can about your location. Now, I tease you about the... Sorry, are you done with your news story? I am. Okay, I am. I, I'm teasing you about you are not a lover of snakes, but you grew up in snake country. Well, yeah. I mean, there were snakes on the ranch. I grew up with a lot of river bottoms, but, you know, you lived further south and you encountered more venomous snakes than I did. I was in snake country in Oklahoma. And then when I moved to Kansas, that was a different kind of snake country, a little bit more with the uh, the timber rattlers and the copperheads. But I have a question. Don't turn this on me. This is about you, your show. Why are it's, we're talking snakes? Of course, I don't want to talk about myself and snakes. Why? Why do you have? Why do you have the fear of snakes? Do you remember an instance when you were little? Like like did did Adam or Justin, your brothers, is who I'm talking about? Did they fling a garter snake at you or something? Do you recall? Why that you have the fear of snakes that you do, which, by the way, I'm, I'm not teasing you, but you have a legit, a serious phobia of snakes. Do you recall why that started? Do you remember? Oh, the only thing I can think of is I remember being little and I mean, we're talking five years old and I was pumping the cistern to pump water to go water my mom's flowers. And I remember all of a sudden my mom yelling, don't move. And I looked down and by my feet on each side 
of the cistern were two large bull snakes wrapped, coiled up. And I was told to freeze. And these things were huge. And if you've never seen a bull snake they, they get, they on get our ranch, they, they will big. get up to four, five, six feet uh-huh. long. That's legit, legit. So even though they're not venomous, that I think from that point forward terrified me. You know, when uh, when I lived in, when I first, when I moved to Kansas the first time, and I was at one of the sale barns. Sorry, this may be more for one of my uh, episodes on the show. Maybe oh, we're we all the same about. people. We're, we're all the same, yeah. The, uh, we had cows come into the sale barn and that they would say they've been snake bit. And not necessarily by a rattlesnake, maybe, as it was more from the bull snake, because the bull oh. snake will mimic a rattlesnake when they feel uh, threatened or cornered in a certain way. But here you get a little bit of knowledge for you. They have a lot smaller teeth, and when bull snakes grab a hold of something, they don't want to let go. So if, think about it, if cows are out grazing or something like that, and they, they're curious creatures, of course, and uh, they might stumble upon a bull snake and, and spook the bull snake and they turn and strike they have all those little teeth and a lot of times they don't want to let go right away which of course you get all those little puncture wounds and you get cows that will swell up by their nose or in their jaw or something i just gave you the willies all over the, the place didn't i pretty much all i can think of now <laughs> is uh i will be carrying a stick or something in front of me to be swooshing the grass when i'm going through trails on these hikes when we head south can we oh there we go can we bring some people on to talk about more of hiking in snake country i have stories too believe it or not i have a story of course actually yes i would i would love to bring some people on and if anybody Perfect. has some other information they want to share send it this way and you might end up you visiting with love, tigger not oh, myself yeah, about the love, snakes you will love opening up the email and there's going to be yes everybody send emails of your reptilian experiences to what's the email darling bendradioshow at gmail.com like many of us this next guest you're gonna love it he grew up in a small town hunting and fishing what we all did then hear how he became a professional angler don't go anywhere you won't want to miss this In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD TV Now, current ag reports, geo-targeted weather, live streaming 24-7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD TV Now. This is Sean McCoy with Mickey's Mustard. If you're like me, you love your condiments. So, are you feeling hot and sassy? Digging something sweet and zesty? Mickey's Mustard has it all. Mickey's is 100% all-natural mustard sauce made with banana peppers. And get this, it's fat-free to boot. Shop at Mickey's. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S. Mickey'sMustard.com. Ain't nothing like it, and it's straight from the heart of Texas. I love this stuff. I ate the whole bottle in like two days. To be known, you have to be seen. To be seen, you have to get noticed. Downtown Threads has us covered. They provide that upscale, stylish, and noticeable custom embroidery design for premium clothing, apparel, and caps. Downtown Threads Oklahoma has the graphic design team and knowledge to take your look to the next level and be seen. Call today, 580-237-7060, and follow us on Facebook at Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Hello, I'm Shane Wolf of Wolf Auctioneers. 
Our family has been in agriculture for over a century and in the auction business since 1964. With our knowledge of the land, competitive bidding, and experience in marketing, we will no doubt reach the highest potential of your land. Visit our website at wolfauctioneers.com, your land and equipment auctioneers. Under Dan 50, sold. Welcome back. Like many of us, this next guest grew up in a small town with only one red light, or in my case, we didn't even have a light. Anyway, he grew up in Michigan hunting and fishing after school and on weekends. Joining today from now Minnesota, where he has made his home, is pro bass angler and active competitor in the major league fishing circuit, Chad Grigsby. Listen to these stats. To date, Chad Grigsby has pulled in over a million dollars in winnings, and he has actually won the Major League Fishing Circuit twice. Chad, thanks for being on the show and finding the time. I know you're finally home spending time with the family. Besides having been a professional fisherman and now going on 18 years, I heard off record that you have an interesting story on how this all even came about. But let's be real. How many of us out there would not love to be able to say, we make our living as a professional angler? Would you have ever guessed you'd get to do this as your full-time job? <laughs> yeah. So what happened, I was kind of in the business a little bit. I was uh, a buddy of mine. He got me a job at a marina selling bass boats. And part of the perk with that was you get a bass boat. Okay. Every year I would get a, I would get a new bass boat. And, okay. Uh, I'm a little bit jealous right there. Right now I'm even looking <laughs> at myself going, what am I doing wrong here? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, him and I would ride to work together and, if we had a tournament, we would cover for each other or whatever on the weekend. And, and it kind of worked out where it was kind of, you know, I'm fishing locally. Still to this day, there's tons of local stuff to, that guys fish. And some of them are just guys that work nine to five jobs and just like to fish and like to be competitive. And then there's other guys like me. I'm coming up. I'm 17, 18, 19, going and fishing against these guys that are 40 and 50 years old that just kind of want to go out and relax and, and fish a tournament and hopefully win. Well, I was winning and the, it, kind of makes these older guys not necessarily jealous, but like a little bit annoyed that this young kid's coming in. They've been fishing this these little lakes for 20, 30 years, and I come in and I, you know, I win. Anyway, I started at this dealership and selling these boats, and then I got another opportunity to work at my hometown at a Chevy dealership. They sold trucks, and the boss said, yeah, yeah, you can have all this time off. And I said, well, I get a free boat. And he goes, well, I'll give you a free truck. So that's kind of offsets that. So, and he gave me like, seriously, the first week I was there, I worked for three days and then I had two weeks off to go fish a tournament. And so he was real cool about it. But then what happened? You must was... have been a pretty good fisherman to have your boss after only a couple of <laughs> weeks say, okay, you can have this time off. <laughs> well, that was part of the agreement. He needed to sit and it was, and I'm talking, they would sell like 30 trucks in a month. So they would average like one a day. There was me and one other sales guy and the boss. So what happened was I left for this tournament right after 9-11 hit. And Chevy came out with this program that they'd never had before. Chevy never had 0% financing. Now it's everywhere. But they were trying to generate people. To, well, I'm gone for a week and a half and I come back. Well, they had sold 40 vehicles in the week and a half I was gone. So guess what? The boss had to work when I was gone. And he basically said, when he walks in, he said, Hey, why don't you come up to my office? Well, he never says that. So I was like, I already had a kind of a weird feeling when he walked in and he goes, man, it's, you know, it's just not going to work out. 
I need a guy here. And I thought it was, I thought we were going to make it work. He goes, I'll give you a truck. You have to sell it every six months. He goes, you, you're not married. You don't have kids. Go, go fishing, go try it. And if it doesn't work out, you you know, you're only you're like, go get another job. He goes there, there's jobs everywhere, but just, he wanted me to try it. And he, he gave me a truck. And the first I got into three national tournaments at the end of the year and I made more money in those three tournaments than I would have working for him the entire year. So I thought that was pretty cool that, holy cow, making up, you know, I'm making pretty good money. And in, in basically it's a four day event. So I just cashed a, you know, a $15,000 check for four days worth of work. And I was like, I can handle this. <laughs> so that was kind of how I got, I, that's how you it's got hurt. How life, literally. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird how life takes these turns and it like, it's what I always wanted to do, but I, my parents aren't rich by any means. They're, you know, we had a nice childhood, but we didn't have a ton of money. They weren't going to buy me a new boat and a new truck and send me on my way. It was all risk on my side, but it's what I wanted to do. And I worked hard at it my whole life. And those three tournaments put me on the path to sign up next year and had a good year. And then, then once you start doing well, sponsors come and you, you know, it just kind of, it just happened because I got fired from my job for fishing too much. <laughs> because that did become your job. Does it ever feel like a job? Oh yeah. It's uh it's a lot of time alone. It's a lot of time away from my family. Now I have two girls, so it, it, it does feel like a job, but it's a good job. How much on the road <laughs> are you? I mean, is, are, is there a tournament, you know, every month or is it every a couple month. of tournaments? I guess how's this uh, work? Yeah, it's it's every month, and then it takes me two days to get there and two days to get back. So that's four days of travel, and you get two days to practice to scout the lake, and then the tournament is four days long. So because of the four days of driving, and there's not very many that are close to me as far as travel distance. Our championship is in La Crosse, Wisconsin, which is like two hours from from my house, which is going to be the closest tournament that that I have. All all the rest are with over eight hour drives. And there's one that's in upstate New York and it's probably a 25 hour drive. So it just takes time where I live to get to them. So I travel quite a bit and here's how they work. It's uh, I say they're four day events. They're not, if you, it's kind of like golf where there's 162 guys that fish after two days, you get to keep five, five fish each day and it's your total weight. So if I bring five fish to the scales at the end of the day, and they weigh 15 pounds. That puts me in, you know, say it puts me in 20th place. After two days, if I catch that 15 and 15, I have 30. So that wherever I shake out in the points, if I'm in the top 50, I go, I carry on to Saturday and fish another day. And the weight carries. And then if I'm in the top 10, I go on to fish on Sunday. And that's, there's just 10 boats on the water and they're duking it out for the, you know, for a hundred thousand dollars basically is what our, what our tournaments pay. That's what I was going to ask you is what kind of, what, what are the payouts on these tournaments and They're, how have you done over the years? I, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's not easy to win one. And I have one, I've been fortunate enough to win two and I won one, uh, lat, or two years ago on my home lake in Michigan on, on uh, Lake St. Clair. That was my most recent win. And that was for 125,000. That is pretty dang exciting. And to have it on home ground. I know <laughs> yeah, what you're talking yeah, exactly. about. There is something yeah. about having the hometown crowd and crew yep. there. Yep. It was very cool. And it was, it was just great that 
because a lot of these tournaments, my family's not there. It's if I would win, it would just be me and you know two guys that I travel with. If anybody's been out there kind of thinking about wanting to go down this road, do you have any advice for them? Big word of advice would be go to college and get a marketing degree because that is a big part of our sport is to be really good at your craft. You have to be on the water all the time. And and there's so much good competition now, but to separate your, yourself from everybody else is being able to market people's product and promote that's how I can make it work because I have some of the greatest sponsors in the world without them. There's no way I could do it because every entry fee is $5,000 just to get in. So without their help paying, you have to have good sponsors. And if you go to college and get a marketing degree, you're one step ahead of half the guys out here. Glad you mentioned what an entry fee was, because I don't think a lot of people realize how much is on the line before you even get the boat in the water. <laughs> if you don't catch them, you you go south very quickly if you don't have a lot of good support behind you. Chad, great advice. Thank you again for sharing your silver lining story and giving us that backstage pass to what it is kind of like being a pro bass angler. To learn more about Major League Fishing Circuit, head to the website majorleaguefishing.com and to keep up with Chad Grigsby on social media, follow at Grigsby Fishing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And as always, if you can't find Chad or the MLF circuit, holler at me. I will get you pointed in the right direction. Stick around. More of The Bend right after this. Hey, guys and gals. This is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. I am getting wound up just like everyone else to get on the water. Cast a line, land the big one. So instead of telling the story about the one that got away, how about landing the keepers? The bite is on in South Dakota at Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. Cast, wait, set the hook, and bam, reel in the biggins. Check out Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service on Facebook for year-round tips, tricks, and to book your next successful trip. Pro Rodeo fans, watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Ranch House Coffee. It's part of our tradition, our way of life, our heritage. They say we don't choose this cowboy way of life, it chooses us. Honor in the past, proud of the present, committed to the future. And all of us here at Ranch House Coffee, we want to say thank you, not just for what you do, but who you are. So grab your favorite mug and pour yourself a big old cup of Ranch House Coffee. Y'all earned it. Order yours today at ranchhousecoffee.com. Thanks for hanging in there as we make this last bend. 
Heading to the mailbag, I received a nice email from a parent wanting some ideas. Snake hunting. <laughs> Here, let me just, <laughs> let me read this note. Hey, Beck, I am really enjoying the show and am looking for some tips on activities to do this spring with the family. Snake while hunting. Looking for some activities to do with the family <laughs> while weather is still a bit unknown, meaning can change quickly. Again, keep up the great show. Beth from Philadelphia. Beth. Thank you for being a fan and trusting me with some ideas for the littles. Okay, so I thought about this, and I understand completely where you're coming from. Spring, it brings beautiful sunny days to then out of the who knows where cold rains might come about. Lizards. You know, April showers bring May flowers to tease us of summer days ahead, all of that. So with that in mind, I headed to familytravel.com where I found this great idea or solution for something that might be fun for the whole family to try. Grab your binoculars, load everybody up, and if you don't have any binoculars, you can pick up some inexpensive pairs wherever sporting goods are sold, usually under $15. Farm anyway, supply stores, too. There you go. Anyway, let's give birding a try, meaning watching birds. What did you call it? Birding. Birding. That's what I've always known it as, is birding. But is the it I bird watching? Yes, it's okay. bird watching. Oh. That's all it is. Well, there it is. But anyway, is yeah. It, is it like snaking? Oh, my gosh. I don't recommend taking kids snaking. <laughs> okay, but that's just me. If other people feel like Uncle doing this, I'm not against this. Again. I'm not against this. It's just I wouldn't be the cool aunt that would take you to do this. I'll take you to do a lot of other things, but not snake hunting. My thought is take everybody bird watching. You can... Go to your nearest library, check out a book, stop at a place that sells books, buy a book, or use your phone and have everybody try to catch these beautiful birds in flight and see if you can't figure out what birds they are. To me, I think this is a great activity for everybody, or even if you want to blow around some time as you're on a drive you know, anyway. Even, even you and I get a kick out of if we're sitting on the deck. Just watching the birds come in. We really do. We do. And mm -hmm. this time of year is kind of the migratory time of year as well for birds. Sure. I know we've been looking at each other with our weather patterns kind of changing. One minute it's very, very cold, freezing, and then all of a sudden the sun came out and we're wondering if it's summer. And sometimes we laugh to ourselves, do the geese even know which way to fly at right. this point? So, all right. Well, here's a couple of places to consider depending on where you live. Beth, I know you are in the Northeast, so I thought about giving Cape Mary a try in New Jersey. Otherwise, opposite corner of the country, look at Texas near Beaumont. There's two major migratory bird flyaways. Anyway, I wish you all the luck. And if any of you listeners are out there birding this spring, please post your pictures at The Ben Show on Facebook or message email me those pictures and I will post them. A huge thank you to everyone who came around the bend. Producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Pro bass angler, Chad Grigsby. Listener, Beth from Philadelphia. Remember, everyone, to send us those birding pictures and those out turkey hunting. We want to see those memorable moments, too. Our spotlight mentions Ben Klusman, creator of Sodak Horizons Outdoors on YouTube. And remember to check out the nonprofit OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org. As always, thank you to our partners. Wolf Auctioneers, Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at, that's A with the circle, at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch back if you can next week on The Bend.